Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this segment is going to be on the moon and how it may express itself when it comes into the mysterious, secretive, deep sign of Scorpio. But before we get started, I do want to say that I have an upcoming training on April 25th and May 2nd. And so it's a module two training. Um, in 2019, at the end of 2019, I did a module one training and we did six hours of basic astrology back to back on Friday and Saturday. And so some of the feedback that I got is that it was a lot of information to retain and apply within two days. And I mean, by the end of the training, people were making really incredible, clear assessments on their own. And so it really seemed to be working. They seemed to be getting it. But I do want to make it more comfortable and really give you time to look at charts, practice what you're learning before coming back and learning more. So I'm deciding to space it out between two weekends. So module two will be two days of training, but over the span of two weeks. So on April 25th, 2020, we will be meeting at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time until 3. So it's a three-hour on one Saturday, and then we'll meet again on May 2nd at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. And it will be over a Zoom conference, so it's all online-based. And we will be going more in-depth beyond the basics of Vedic astrology. I am capping this course at six people. (laughs) I know that it's super small, but something else that I learned from this previous training is that I really like having a small group so that... um, I know that you're truly understanding and we can ask questions and have conversations and all of that. So if you want a spot, let me know at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. All right, Scorpios, let's do it. So what does the moon represent? The moon represents your mind, your intuition, your subconscious thinking. It represents your mother. How the moon is placed in your chart can can show how you related to your mother and the relationship with your mother. Also, your mother, her personality and her mental stability can also be seen by the moon. This represents your mental stability, your mental capacity, what you like to think about, what you like to focus on. The sign of Scorpio is the eighth sign of the zodiac. And so the eighth sign of the zodiac has a direct impact on the eighth house. And so we think about the eighth house and it's dark, it's mysterious, it's It represents death. It represents longevity, hidden knowledge, occult science, politics, working with other people's money, astrology, yoga, kundalini. So those qualities of the eighth house are there because of the eighth sign of the zodiac Scorpio. So Scorpio embodies those qualities. This is an extremely deep sign. If someone is a Scorpio rising or they have any planets placed in Scorpio or moon placed in Scorpio, it shows someone who has a lot of depth. And not only do they have a lot of depth, they want to seek the depth out in other people. And so what does this mean? They like complicated people. They seek people who they can figure out, who they can analyze, who they can research. And they seek this in other places too, not just people, but they want to constantly be learning. They need time by themselves to reflect, to research, to read, to journal. They do need that time and space for themselves. And so 
somebody who has the moon specifically in the sign of Scorpio, the moon is technically debilitated in the sign of Scorpio. And so does does this mean somebody's intuition is debilitated or their mother is debilitated? No, it doesn't. When the moon comes into Scorpio, it shows that there is a barrier emotionally. And so someone, because you're thinking about how the moon is trying to express itself through this lens of Scorpio, it's trying to like ingest the sign and then express it. And so when the moon is trying to express this really kind of harsh, deep, intense, I mean, the intensity is so strong with Scorpio, this soft, subtle, sweet planet has a hard time. And so Scorpio can have these incredibly deep, intense emotions and have a really difficult time expressing them. So there may be a difficulty in expressing emotion. There may be a difficulty in expressing softness and vulnerability. The moon is vulnerable. The moon loves to share openly about how it's feeling. Scorpio hates that. Scorpio wants to keep those feelings safe inside. And it takes some coaxing and it takes some practice to begin feeling secure and safe enough in themselves to start really discussing those types of things. This can be seen depending on where the moon is and how it's placed and its aspects. I mean, you always want to look at the chart. This is a broad generalization, but this is pretty, you know, generally this is going to be true. Um, and people with moon and Scorpio, sometimes there is something there with the relationship of their mother, depending on where, which house the moon is in can influence that a lot. There may be, um, your mother may have been extremely Scorpio-like. So maybe she was very intense, maybe kind of cold, very reserved with her emotions, maybe reserved with her nurturing. This is a possibility. It could also mean that your mother was extremely spiritual and so interested in astrology. And she would talk to you about spirituality and astrology and you know these, these more hidden natures of the world. And so if somebody has the moon in Scorpio, they're either going to be really interested in astrology and really interested in like these occult sciences and need time to reflect in themselves and journal, need time researching. If somebody isn't necessarily spiritual, these people can be really good like scientists, really good researchers. Maybe they just need time on their own to exercise those skills, exercise whatever type of science they're evaluating or you know, just learning more about the world on their own. But these people generally do need some time and space on their own. The intuition is so sharp with people who have moon in Scorpio. It's almost penetrating. People who have moon in Scorpio can really just know things about people. Like they are so good at figuring people out. With intimacy, because there is this difficulty in verbally expressing the cozy, soft, milky feelings on the inside, they tend to lean towards physical intimacy. And so there can be an issue here because they are super intense and their way of connection may be a little bit intense or um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um it's like very upfront 
there is no beating around the bush in terms of physical intimacy for them. They're not afraid to get physically intimate with people quickly a lot of the time. And sometimes that can be a little bit scary, especially if somebody has moon in cancer who, you know, they need time to really know you and talk to you. Though I will say cancer and Scorpio are a pretty good match. A lot of the time you always want to look at the nakshatra and, you know, sign placement and all of that. But there is something soft about cancer that can help Scorpio kind of ease up a bit in a lot of ways. But cancer can get freaked out sometimes with the with the really and in, the intensity of Scorpio sometimes. So let's see what else have I not covered? The, they're excellent teachers. People who have Moon in Scorpio can be excellent educators because they're so well learned. They know, like they just learn things. They love to learn. They love to investigate. They like to know why things work. And so this can be true for people or just objects and machinery technology. They want to see how something works, but then they want to dissect it. And so if they're in a relationship, they want to know everything about that person. They want to know why they are the way that they are. And they'll ask. They're not afraid to ask penetrating questions. They want to get in there. And when it comes to like technology, they want to know like if something fascinates them, they're going to want to learn exactly how it's put together and how it works. And because of this, knowledge that they gain just out of pure curiosity, they're so good at educating other people and teaching. And um, just as an example, Thich Nhat Hanh, if you're familiar with Thich Nhat Hanh, he is a monk and he's just like, oh my God, like water for the soul. Okay. He wrote this book, Fidelity. And that book actually led me to the spiritual path. I highly recommend reading it. It's amazing. I mean, all of his books are amazing. Fidelity is a favorite of mine. But um, his moon is debilitated. And he's just this ridiculously sweet, intuitive, calm person. How was he in his youth? I'm not sure. But there is definitely going to be some intensity there. Absolutely. Um, And people are drawn to monastic life for a reason. And a lot of the time it could be because these emotions are so intense. They need to meditate. They need to focus. They, it's kind of scary being on the outer world. And, you know, does that apply to him? I'm not necessarily sure. But I will say that I know a lot of people with Moon in Scorpio who are very protective and very kind of monastic in their own way. But depending on where Moon is, it's going to act a little bit differently. This is already getting really long. Thank you all for hanging in. All right. So if you have moon and Scorpio in the first house, this is your identity. You may be a natural teacher. And so you're naturally going to love to teach and share education. Having the moon in the first house always brings kind of like a luminous quality to the skin or to the face. And you may, I mean, again, extremely intuitive, extremely sharp. There may be some, you want to check out where Mars is placed because Mars is the dispositor here. And so Mars rules the sign of Scorpio. So depending on how Mars is doing, it's going to give you information on how the moon is doing. Okay. So depending on how Mars is doing and depending on how the sun is doing, there may be some influence with the father here, maybe some issues with the father. If you have moon in Scorpio in the second house, This is really powerful for making money through your own efforts. 
And so your job may be very lucrative. You may also have a very penetrating, blunt way of speaking. In comparison to other people who have moon in the second house with this placement, there may not be excess words. You may use your words very precisely and very sharply and get your point across easily. If you have moon and Scorpio in the third house, this may be that you have, you know, your, your sibling may be very transformative or transformational. Your relationship with your sibling may be transformational and it probably gets better with time as you get older. There's also going to be this way of presenting yourself that may be kind of mysterious. If you are a public speaker or if you are a writer, there may be a part of yourself that you always keep concealed. If you have moon in Scorpio in the fourth house, depending on how your 12th house is doing, if you have a lot of energy in the 12th house, if there are a lot of planets there, depending on what's going on, there may be a separation with the mother or difficulty with the mother. Depending on your chart, it could also mean that your mother takes on these Scorpio-like qualities. She could be very you know, interested in politics or interested in hidden secrets, interested in astrology. Your mom may have taken on those kind of more cold qualities of Scorpio. There may be some disagreements there with your mother. If you have moon in Scorpio in the fifth house, this means that you're a cancer rising. So your first house ruler is here in the fifth house. This is so powerful for teaching. I've seen this before. So incredibly powerful to make excellent teachers, but there might be restriction with emotion and discussing emotion. There may have been something that happens in your life that causes you to be so careful with who you open up to. There is going to be an interest in children. So there's going to either be an interest in children and having children or having like students that you nurture in a, in a significant way that you teach in a significant way. Also really good for research, really good for being well-educated. So going to school, getting a graduate degree, getting a PhD, things like that, just because the moon is debilitated, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be bad. Okay. If you have moon in Scorpio in the sixth house, you know, you may have some debt. You may have acquired some debt. I will say Albert Einstein had this placement. Really good for research, really good for being a workaholic, really good for wanting to serve other people and animals. There may be a side here that is kind of introverted. So you may be a little bit more introverted, more reserved, love to work independently, love to work on your own. Again, great love of serving other people and small animals. There may be some debt that you have to work out. And also issues with your teeth and right eye may come from this placement. If you have moon in Scorpio in the seventh house, the moon in the seventh house is always good for intuition, uh, focusing on your partner. It'd probably be good to have a Taurus-like partner with this placement, someone who is very stable and slow and patient, um, like financially stable and can really just bring you down to earth 
accept you in all of your mysterious penetrating glory. Okay. Taurus are really good at taking those things at stride. And so having moon here is like even more powerful for that. Um, I will say that this might bring some insecurity with your partner. You may feel insecure in relationship and some of your karma may be to work out intimacy, discussing emotion and being able to connect with your partner in a way that isn't super, super intense, maybe part of it. If you have moon in Scorpio in the eighth house, again, there may be difficulty with the mother with this placement. There may be some sort of separation or sudden ups and downs with your mother. If the moon is well supported, that may be that your mother is extremely transformational. She's always working on personal development or your mother helps you with your personal development. There could also be gains through working with other people's property, working with fixed assets, working with the money of other people may come from this placement. There could, if the moon is not well supported, it may be that you have sudden ups and downs of emotion. Your level of happiness fluctuates drastically. It's kind of hard for you to stay even keeled. It's possible. If you have moon in Scorpio in the ninth house, this is a really powerful placement for romance and finding romance in foreign places. It's also really powerful for higher learning, constantly learning, constantly absorbing information, having teachers. Your teachers may have these Scorpio-like qualities, and so you may be drawn to teachers who are a little bit more reserved, less touchy-feely, you know, just kind of giving it to you straight. And there is going to be an emphasis on travel. If you have moon in Scorpio in the 10th house, there may be sudden ups and downs with your work. And so you may work, or maybe not sudden ups and downs, but just kind of like obstruction in your day-to-day life. So in whatever job you choose, it's probably going to be client-centered. And so you may have a job where there are just issues throughout the day that you have to solve. And so that's not an issue, right? If you think about this, it's doctors, lawyers, veterinarians, healers, So anyone who's dealing with other people's problems and handling them throughout the day can be seen with this placement. Maybe a counselor, working with women, being a caretaker of some sort. If you have moon in Scorpio in the 11th house, if the moon is well supported, this is excellent for gains through other people, making money through business partners, making money through your significant other. So once you get married, there may be significant gains. It's going to improve over time. If the moon is not well supported, there may be loss of financial gains through your partner. There may be loss of financial gains through your business partners. There's also going to be an emphasis on network circles and friends here. If you have moon in Scorpio in the 12th house, this is really good for spirituality, really powerful for spirituality. Um, It's also really powerful for potential like unsettlement of the mind and issues with the mom. So if you have the moon in the eighth house or the 12th house, it's possible that there's a disconnect from the mom. She was really strict or there's just some sort of disconnect there with her. Um, If the moon is supported, it could bring like the more spiritual aspect of the mother. Now, if you have the moon in Scorpio in the 12th house, This could be a powerful meditator, a powerful spiritual teacher. Um, Just really, I mean, this is such 
a <laughs> intense placement. And so in a good way, it, it has the potential to be so powerful and so good for spirituality and development and reaching that like moksha or liberation. If somebody chooses to meditate and stay on that path, if not, there is the potential for mental unrest. There may be some difficulty sleeping here. There's, there's, there may be a fixation on sex or, um, yeah, like just sexual habits. Okay. That can be seen with this placement pretty strong. And even if somebody is spiritual, there may be a fixation on sexuality. And so handling that energy as you will. If you're listening to this podcast and you have this placement, you are a yogi, you are spiritual, you're on the right path, okay? But just making sure that you are staying in alignment with what feels best for you. And this is also a great placement for interpreting your dream. So pay attention to your dreams, create a dream journal, really prophetic things may come through for you. Really disturbing things may come through for you. Again, just taking note of it, journaling, all that good stuff. This is a super long segment. Moon and Scorpio is hard to make simple. <laughs> You're complicated, Moon Scorpio, and we love you for it. So if you'd like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga. And please follow Astrology Now's Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. Thank you so much.